Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. On the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at Wide Teams. This is episode 14. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm. First of all, I apologize for the lateness of the podcast. Between travel and work, I haven't had a lot of time lately, but I've been collecting some great interviews for the podcast, so hopefully that makes up for the delay, at least in part. I can't wait to share this next interview with you. I was at the Ruby Hoedown in Nashville, Tennessee a few weeks ago, and I got a chance to talk to Jim Wyrick of Edgecase. To many in the Ruby programming community, Jim needs no introduction. He's given innumerable presentations, writes the blog One Step Back, and he's the creator of the Rake Project Automation Tool. I've respected Jim as a developer for many years, so it wasn't too surprising that he brings the same thoughtfulness and creativity to managing a dispersed team that he does to writing software. I hope you'll enjoy the interview. This is Avdi Grimm with WideTeams.com, and I'm here at the Ruby Hoedown 2010 in Nashville, Tennessee, with Jim Wyrick of Edgecase. Hi. Um, uh, first of all, um, where do you live, and um, what do you do? Okay, I'm uh, chief scientist for Edgecase, and Edgecase is a Columbus, Ohio-based company. However, uh, I and Scott Barron are two Edgecase employees that live down in Cincinnati, about two hours away from uh, Columbus. And so, it's uh, that's the the two locations, or is there more? To it than that. Uh, we actually have uh, locations over in Edinburgh, Scotland as well. So we got uh, about two uh, programmers over there. Okay. And uh, can you just tell me um, how that how that happened, how you, you wound up being um, somewhat distributed? <laughs> well, well, Edgecase started uh, in Columbus. It's a Joe O'Brien and Ken Barker uh, company, and they uh, started up in Columbus. And they ran for about a year, and I was up in Columbus at one of their events. Happened to mention that if the right offer came by, I would be interested in doing Ruby work, and they uh, jumped at that and it brought me on, but uh, I wasn't going to leave Cincinnati. I love Cincinnati and wasn't going to move up to Columbus, so they, they were willing to to work with that, so that's how that uh, that's how that happened. How big is the team? Uh, hmm, I think we got about 16 people up in Columbus now, uh, uh, two in Cincinnati, and a couple over in the UK. Cool. Um, so, tell me a little bit about just um, how you work together as a team, as a distributed team, uh, the tools you use, and the and the just how that that workflow goes. Okay, sure, sure. Um, since I'm remote, I do a lot of remote pairing with uh, folks back at Columbus. And also, uh, a lot of our clients are remote, so when I'm pairing with a client, uh, we'll be doing that. And we've used several different techniques, and it has changed over time. Uh, when we first started doing this, um, uh, Joe O'Brien and I would pair together, and we would be very low tech. We would use uh, the Unix screen utility and we'd log into a common server and we'd both bring up screen. We'd do Emacs in the screen and then we'd have local browsers uh, and and uh, we'd run a Skype session, a video Skype session and I found that to be really important uh, so that if I can see the guy I'm pairing with and his expressions on his face that is, uh, gives you so much visual information. You know, when Joe frowns or when he, when he wrinkles his brows 
Uh, I, I know that, oh, maybe I'm doing something he, he doesn't like or, or you know, he's, he's thinking about or maybe it's confusing and I can stop and I can ask that or if I see him nodding his head, then I know I'm doing the right thing. So there's so much visual clues that are going on when you're pairing like that that you miss if you don't have some kind of video session going on. Uh, so we did that for a while uh, and that's really nice because it's really low bandwidth. Uh, the Skype connection works pretty well on my home DSL and screen is really, really low on demands and it's very responsive and the really nice thing is that neither of the pairs felt like they were at a disadvantage. We both had about the same amount of lag, which was, was small, the screen. Um, lately, we've been doing it a little bit differently. We've been using iChat for screen sharing and that allows us to use a full-blown graphical editor. Uh, we can share the same browser, which is nice. Uh, but the other way, Joe and I would each bring up the page in our own local browsers and look at it. Okay. And I was never sure if he was seeing the exact same result that I was seeing. <laughs> right. um, it, we would go through the log and there would be double entries on everything. It was hard to tell who was doing that. So, so there were some technical issues with, with using our own local browsers uh, to, to view our results. But with the screen share, that works fine. Now the downside to screen share is that one of the pairs, the guy who's the remote guy, is going to suffer a little bit of lag. And which means that he will be at a disadvantage in the whole pairing thing. Um, you know, it, you, you live with it. You, you, you work around it and you make sure that uh, no one um, is always the remote guy. Mm-hmm. And that way you share tools and you, and you share experiences that way as well. The uh, other thing that we've recently done is that we went and purchased some Skype phones. Uh, they're $200. You can get them. I think we got them off Amazon. Uh, dirt cheap. I can put it by my desk and I can bring up uh, whoever I'm pairing with on the Skype phone. And, and we got one in the Columbus office and one in the Cincinnati office. And uh, I, can, I can see the visuals again. And we don't have to worry about running Skype and iChat and all the other things on a single computer. And it just gets that bandwidth off the laptop and on a dedicated system um, that is really nice. So, so you're definitely an advocate of having video up during the, the whole collaboration session. I've done it both ways and if we can't have video, um, uh, one of our customers has a really low bandwidth mm-hmm. uh, internet connection and uh, so we just go with the iChat without any Skype at all and it's okay, it's doable, but I much, much, much prefer having a video window up. What have been the biggest challenges that you've encountered in doing distributed work? Um, Engagement, I would say. Um, If we're in the same room and we're pairing and we take a a break and we get up and we walk around and when we come back, we start pairing again right away because we're both in the same room. With the remote situation, if we take a break... You go away from your computer and you come back. You, well, you don't know if the other guy's back to his computer yet. Do you ping him? You don't want to annoy him. There's, there's a little bit of social friction mm-hmm. with getting started again. So that means that your breaks tend to be a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more likely not to get started up right away mm-hmm. when you come back. So, so that's actually a big friction thing, I think, with remote pairing. And you've got to be cognizant of it and work mm-hmm. work against it. Um, the, the, the video phone actually helps in that regard. Because when we take a break, we just leave the video phone up and running. That can run all day long. And and then when I come back and I sit down and I I look in the video phone and, oh, he's not there yet. And when he sits down, oh, now now Matt's back and we can can start pairing again. So that that actually is a big help. Okay. Um, Now, you mentioned that that you 
that you really, um, you know, one of the reasons for, for being distributed is that you're dedicated to your where you live and your community. Um, have there been any other advantages um, that you appreciate about distributed, having a distributed team? Advantages that I appreciate. Actually, if I were to have my druthers, I'd rather be in a co-located team. Uh, it's clearly an advantage for the type of work that we're doing. Mm. But... Um, uh, the fact that I can I can stay at home if if I'm uh, like last week I was uh, not feeling quite well so I stayed home in the morning and then I got up in the afternoon probably wasn't feeling good enough to go in the office but I could go down to the computer get on and and do some work remotely that way as well so so there's that that's nice to be able to do that now do you work with the uh, the team in Scotland at all or or are you pretty much on separate projects uh, it, it comes and goes uh, sometimes you're on the same project sometimes Times not. Uh, I've not done any pairing with the folks in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bigger um, issue there is the time zone change that right. our days overlap for about three hours, and so any pairing would be very short during the day. So we've not done actual actual pairing with them, but they have been on the same projects and working as well. We have a morning stand-up that we do. Uh, we have it at 8:45. That's in the morning for us, and I think it's just like right after lunch or right before lunch mm-hmm. for them. Um, so they're not entirely through the day yet. We're just starting our day so we can touch base and if they have questions we can get back to them before they leave or during the day. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a company-wide stand-up, which is a little weird because um, I'll, I'll be hearing details about projects I'm not really, really working on. But I think for a distributed team you need something that makes you feel part of a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, having that stand-up. And, and we've, we do a video stand-up so okay. we can actually see each other. Um, we used to do it just over the phone, but uh, we um, we actually purchased a large screen TV okay. and a Mac Mini, and uh, we can and a webcam, and we in our conference room, so we can they stand up in their conference room, and we stand up in our conference room, and we actually see each other uh, through that, and that's really helped, uh, I think, uh, bring a feeling of unity and and team together for a distributed team. And is that Skype or iChat? Um, we use iChat for that. For that, yeah. Okay. I don't think I don't. Think Skype does multiple video sessions, at least yet. So yeah, okay. No, I mean you can if you just have two offices. It's sometimes it's it's sufficient, but uh, but yeah, yeah. We once need, you have more people, yeah, we need three uh, three uh, endpoints and sometimes four. Right. So I ask I ask everyone this: um, is is there any advice that you would give to a team that's getting started uh, with remote work and uh, being distributed? Yeah, yeah. I do actually. If you're getting started, especially if it's a new team and you've not worked together at all before, get together and do some in-person time. Um, I worked with uh, AT&T in California for a bit on one of their projects, and one of the first things we did is they sent me out to California for a week. I sat at their desks in their offices, and I knew this person sat over there and that person sat over there. So when we got later, then when we got on our daily stand-up and uh, the project manager would say, oh, oh, look, so-and-so's not at their desk. I had a visual image in my head mm-hmm. of the office layout. I knew kind of what was going on and some of the interactions that were going on. And the, and the people who had not yet visited the California client didn't have a feel for that. So absolutely, get out there. If you've got a remote client, get out there 
uh, spend a week with them, you know, every couple months or so, just to keep that up. And then your remote sessions are going to be a lot more productive, I think. And finally, uh, is there anything that you would like, anything or anyone you'd like to plug? Uh, edge case if you uh, uh, need some web work done uh, we are great we'd love to work with you remote or in Columbus or anywhere else uh, we'd love to do that fantastic well thank you very much Jim thank you thank you very much Thanks for listening to the Wide Teams podcast. Please visit us on the web at wideteams.com to leave feedback and enjoy more articles, screencasts, and conversations about dispersed teams. The Wide Teams podcast is a service of ShipRise LLC and is released under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next time, this is Avdi Grimm signing off. Wide, 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 w